though she thinks worlds of her other lamp. Do you feed him, then? Nay, I was going to put him with the pet lambs, but I saw he was fending for himself. He pops from one ewe to t'other, and gets a quick drink whenever he gets a chance. I've never seen how to like it. Only a week old and an independent spirit, eh? That's about the size of it, Jim. I notice his belly full every morning, so I reckon his ma must let him have a go during the night. She can't see him in the dark. It must be the look of him she can't stand. I watched the little creature for a moment. To me he seemed as full of knock-kneed charm as any of the others. Sheep were funny things. I soon had the other leg out, and once that obstruction was removed the lamb followed easily. He was a grotesque sight lying on the strawed grass, his enormous head dwarfing his body, but his ribs were heaving reassuringly, and I knew the head would soon shrink back to normal as quickly as it had expanded. I had another search round inside the ewe, but the uterus was empty. "'There's no more, Rob,' I said. The farmer grunted. "'Aye, I thought so. Just a big single one. They're the ones that cause the trouble.' Drying my arms, I watched Herbert. He had left my patient when she moved round to lick her lamb, and he was moving speculatively among the other ewes. Some of them warned him off with a shake of the head, but eventually he managed to sneak up on a big, wide-bodied sheep and pushed his head underneath her. Immediately she swung round, with a fierce upward butt of her hard skull she sent the little animal flying high in the air, in a whirl of flailing legs. He landed with a thud on his back, and as I hurried towards him he leapt to his feet and trotted away. "'Old bitch!' shouted the farmer, and as I turned to him in some concern he shrugged. "'I know, poor little sod, it's rough, but I've got a feeling he wants it this way rather than being in the pen with the pet lambs.' Look at him now. Herbert, quite unabashed, was approaching another ewe, and as she bent over her feeding trough, he nipped underneath her, and his tail went into action again. There was no doubt about it. That lamb had guts. Despite the wind cutting over the straw bales into my face, I found myself grinning down at the scene. This was always the best part. The wonder that was always fresh. The miracle you couldn't explain. I heard from Rob Benson again a few days later. It was a Saturday afternoon, and his voice was strained, almost panic-stricken. "'Jim, I've had a dog in among me in-lamb ewes. There were some folk up here with a car about dinner-time, and my neighbour said they had an Alsatian, and it was chasing the sheep all over the field. There's a hell of a mess. I tell you, I'm frightened to look. I'm on my way.' I dropped the receiver and hurried out to the car. I had a sinking feeling of dread of what would be waiting for me the helpless animals lying with their throats torn, the terrifying lacerations of limbs and abdomen. I had seen it all before. The ones which didn't have to be slaughtered would need stitching, and on the way I made a mental check of the stock of suture silk in the boot. The inland ewes were in a field by the roadside, and my heart gave a quick thump as I looked over the wall. Arms resting on the rough, loose stones, I gazed with sick dismay across the pasture. This was worse than I had feared. The long slope of turf was dotted with prostrate sheep. There must have been about fifty of them, motionless woolly mounds scattered at intervals on the green. Rob was standing just inside the gate. He hardly looked at me, just gestured with his head. "'Tell me what you think. I daren't go in there.' I left him and began to walk among the stricken creatures, rolling them over 
lifting their legs, parting the fleece of their necks to examine them. Some were completely unconscious, others comatose. None of them could stand up. But as I worked my way up the field, I felt a growing bewilderment. Finally, I called back to the farmer. "'Rob, come over here. There's something very strange.' "'Look,' I said as the farmer approached hesitantly. "'There's not a drop of blood, not a wound anywhere, "'and yet all the sheep are flat out. "'I can't understand it.' "'Rob went over and gently raised a lolling head. "'Ah, you're right. "'What the hell's done it, then?' "'At that moment I couldn't answer him, "'but a little bell was tinkling far away in the back of my mind. "'There was something familiar about that ewe the farmer had just handled.' She was one of the few able to support herself on her chest, and she was lying there, blank eyes oblivious to everything but...